You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And tonight, we are... What's going on, Queens? You know what time it is. It is time for a brand new episode of the Queendom Podcast. My name is Josh, and if you are joining us here for the first time, welcome. Uh, Right here on this podcast, we chat all things Six the Musical from cast, crew, production team, whatever it is, it is here. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe button to get notifications whenever a new episode drops. We do release episodes every Saturday. This week, however, this is episode 30, so a pretty big one, the big three zero, and Miss Harriet Watson from our favorite cast, the UK Tour cast, is joining us this week, and we are chatting all things six as usual. So make sure you are settling in. You've got your headphones, your chocolate, your snacks, because it is time to get down. Hey, Queens, how's it going? It is Josh here, and uh, you are listening to the Queen of Podcast, and we have another amazing guest with us this week from the tour, one of the swings out there miss harriet watson hey harriet how are you going hello i am really excited to have you here um so to start us off what's your favorite disney movie oh that's a tough one to start with let me think oh do you know what it is the goofy movie have you ever seen it oh yes favorite favorite one ever have you watched have you got disney plus uh, of course i've got disney plus right okay that was Stupid question. Um, have you watched Onward? The new. Yes, movie? I watched it in the cinema. Oh, I at was, the ending. Oh, sob. Like yeah. ah, Disney Pixar. Yes. <laughs> um, what yeah. was the first production that you ever saw? Do you remember any the the first show that you saw? Yeah, the first thing I ever saw was Oliver. Uh, yeah, Oliver. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, beautiful. Mm. What is a must-see TV show out there that people need to watch? Oh, okay. If you want the trashy side of TV, Love is Blind on Netflix, cracking. <laughs> um, do you know what I really like? I don't know if you guys get it over there. Do you get a thing called SAS, Who Dares Wins? Do you get that? No. Okay, it's really good. So basically, over here, they put celebrities through SAS training. It is amazing. I don't know how you guys can get it. We we have it on um, ITV. I don't know if you guys get that. I will find a way because that sounds like a really sick concept. 
That it's is very good. Okay, cool. Let's we're we're gonna watch that. Um, and growing yeah. up, what was the best piece of advice you were given? Growing up. See, I struggled. I say I got this advice, but I struggled with it. It was to not listen to anyone. That was my best bit of advice. Just be yourself and don't listen. Not like in a naughty way, like don't listen to your teachers, <laughs> but don't let anyone who says anything horrible affect you. That was my best piece of advice. Yeah, 100%. That's fantastic. Um, so <laughs> how did you get into the performing arts? What was your journey to getting on okay. So mine's a bit of a weird one. Well, I say weird. So I uh, went to school, did performing arts, thought, yeah, I like this. Um, but my dad does um, film directing and stuff. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow my dad and go be a director. So I went to film school in London called Elian Studios. Um, hated it. I was supposed to be there for a year. I think I was there for eight months. Despised every moment of it. Not saying anyone out there shouldn't pursue that career if they love it. For me, no, hated it. Couldn't bear it. Um, so I left that early and I was like, right, what have I always wanted to do? And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I auditioned for my drama school in Nottingham. Didn't do any of the London ones because um, I was a bit too scared. So I went for a Nottingham one close to home. Um, got in there, trained there for three years. And then when I finished, I didn't really know where I sit in the industry. I was a bit like, well, I'm, I like doing funny stuff. I like belting. I don't know what to do with myself. So for six years, I went to different workshops and I moved to London and then I was there for six years. Um, went to every workshop I could possibly find um, with an amazing company called W1 Workshops. Um, they're in London, if anybody listening is anywhere near London. <laughs> um, they're incredible. I did uh, mixing networks. I did the growing studio. So I was constantly putting myself in front of casting directors, choreographers, anybody that uh, agents and stuff um and on the agent bit sorry um I didn't get an agent on my showcase I remember for anyone listening this really winds me up it was so much pressure put on you to get an agent from your showcase so I remember on the bus home from London <laughs> back to Nottingham some people were getting phone calls straight away from people like yeah we want to sign you up and I remember being sat there like am I really that bad am I that crap um <laughs> So that broke my heart on my showcase day that I didn't get an agent. Um, but it doesn't matter. It, this is it, It's so stupid that people get so much pressure and pent up about if they got an agent on their showcase. Don't, because there are so many other ways to go about it and to get better agents. Um, so I went and did an agent panel. So for four weeks, every week, I went once a week, got some uh, material prepared. And then at the end, I got put in front of an agent panel. I uh, got my agent. Finally, because I was getting proper advice from people in the industry um, who really like cared and wanted you to get seen by these people. So I got my agent through that. Um, if I'm talking too much, by the way, just stop me. That's completely fine. <laughs> so I That's got why I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, got my agent. Um, kept kept going to workshops. Um, didn't get any work through my first agent. I put myself forward for kids theatre because um, my friend was in it, and I went to Rome a few times with it. Um, for the did it for the Italian kids. Don't know if they knew what we were saying, but they had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that, and then we did a performance at the Tabard, which is quite a good like a good theatre in London. Um, and to put that on my CV really helped because then when I went to my next workshop, um, one of the casting directors said, "Oh, I've seen you've done this. You've got some experience. Uh, there's a job coming up that I think you'd be perfect for." I was like, "Right." So I went to the audition, and it was actually for I don't know if you guys get it over there. It's called Birds of a Feather. It's an old program. Um, with Pauline Quirk and Linda Robson, it's like an old comedy. 
and it was to play Pauline Quirk in her show, written by the writers of the TV show. I thought, I'm not going to get this, but I'll go along. I got it. <laughs> so I did that um, at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival for a month. Um, and they put us up, they paid for everything. Like a lot of people who go to the Edinburgh Fringe, they kind of do it for free or they don't get money or it's just funded by people who come and buy some tickets and they have to split it. So we got paid so well on that job. Um, and then from that job, so this is a bit confusing, the producer of the original TV programme, Birds of a Feather, came to watch it. Anyway, turns out she was Pauline Quirk's agent and she's still an agent. So she came and found me after the show and she was the nicest lady I've ever met. So kind. And she was like, look, email me. So I thought, why not? I'll send her an email. <laughs> she's now my agent and she is the most incredible. I'll talk about that in a minute if that's all right about agents, if there's any way I can. Yeah, 100%. Um, so she, she's just she's now my agent. Um, and then she was like, I saw the sixth thing. I was like, can I be put forward? She says, oh, we actually had someone who was in the cast. So, yeah, we'd put you forward. Might be able to get you in. I got in. So I got into the, um, got in for an audition. Didn't get it. I was against Maddie for Berlin. I didn't get it. <laughs> God damn <laughs> Quite right. She yeah, she's perfect for it. Absolutely perfect. Um, and then three weeks later after the audition, after not getting it, I saw the open call. And I was supposed to be going on holiday with my family, but I thought, I really, really, really want to be in the show. I need to just go and I need to go and see. So I went to the open call. There were thousands of people. I was like, there's just no way. There's no way I'm getting this. Um, but I kept getting through rounds and my, my holiday was getting closer and closer. <laughs> I was like, oh God, this is going quite far now. I might actually get this. And I remember the day my family flew on holiday, I was in London for auditions. <laughs> and it was the day we all got measured for our costumes. I was like, oh my God this could actually be a thing. Um, and I remember that night after that audition, went home crying to mum. I was like, I just want to be with you guys. She's like, no, you've got to keep going because you're so close. And thankfully I missed the family holiday for a reason. Cause then I got it after that and it was worthwhile. Hey, hey. Yeah. And now we're a Sorry, queen. <laughs> no, that's... And, and we're now a queen. Perfect. Before we segue, <laughs> let's go back to the agent thing and you can touch on what you want to there. Yeah. This is just some advice for people who've got agents that, that um, don't feel they're right or they're comfortable. My first agent, I, I, uh, it's such an awkward situation to speak about, but I, I knew my first agent wasn't right for me, and I was so scared for so long to say anything because I thought, right, it's my first agent. I've got to impress. I've got to please. I've got to do it, do whatever I can to make this work, and it just wasn't working for some reason. Me and my agent didn't fit, and I know there's so many people out there I speak to. When they say, "Oh, how's your agent?" I'm like, "I have the best time. Like, I love her. I feel so comfortable ringing her. She, I feel comfortable going to her office and having a chat." And they're like, "I really wish I could be like that." But I think people are scared to give up an agent, and then they don't have one. Yeah. And I think you you have to do it to find yourself someone who fits for you. You've got to be brave enough to let that agent go. No, no like animosity or anything, but yeah. if you have to understand when something's not right for you, to just be able to think, right, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get an agent that fits for me. They might not be the biggest agent. Out, they might not be United or whatever, but if they work for you and you yeah. get on, you have a really good rapport with them and you feel comfortable, that is the best thing to do. Don't be scared, people. I spent so long being scared. <laughs> and that's really good advice too, because these people are kind of, not in control, but have a big play in your career. So if yeah. you're not comfortable in that situation and you don't have that openness, like 
yeah. it, it could have a profound effect mm -hmm. later down the track. So um, yeah. some really, really great advice there. Um, so you've kind of touched on how you got into six. Um, so what was it like getting a call that, hey, um, you're not just going to be one coin, <laughs> you're going to be covering them all. <laughs> um, what was it like getting that call? <laughs> So I was, as I say, I was at home on my own, knocking about the place, not knowing what to do because everyone was on holiday, having a great time. Um, it was a week before my birthday and I got the phone call. My agent went, darling, um, so you're not going to be playing the queen? I was like, oh, all right then. Setting myself up for the worst. She was like, how would you feel about playing all six? I was like, sorry, <laughs> what now? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you've been offered, um, you're an alternate and dance captain and you're going to be playing all six queens. To say. I nearly pooed myself, would be an understatement. <laughs> but I was so excited. I remember no one was in. I was just running around screaming like a lunatic. Um, it was amazing because I've, I've obviously never had a phone call like that before. And it was just the most exciting, wonderful bit of news. It was just amazing. The way she did it as well, she's very crafty. It's the way she said it. I was laughing my head off. Um, it was amazing. It was the most exciting thing. And I hope so many people get to experience that phone call because it is the most incredible like rush. It's so fun. I loved it. <laughs> That's great. Um, so was this your first time as an alternate swing type role? Yeah. yeah. So what was it like going into rehearsals and having to get your swing brain on? And we'll touch on the dance captain side of things later and break that down. Yeah, yeah. So what, what was it like, first of all, having to step through all six of these roles and now okay so so for the first I think for the first two weeks of rehearsals we only did our first two covers so mine was Seymour and Pa so I only had to cover those two so we'd sit and watch we'd watch a rehearsal yeah. uh, uh block it at the back make sure we're not in anyone's way and then when we felt comfortable enough we were allowed to tap in so I okay. could go and say to Lauren or Athena look can I have a go at this number yeah cool. um so we got to do that so we got really familiar and then after the two weeks then they were like, right, now you need to start learning your next two. I was thinking, I don't even know my first two. <laughs> so then we had to do our next two. And then obviously the last week we had to do our final two. Um, so it, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was really, I found, I found it really hard because I've never done anything like this before. My first big like West End tour job, it was daunting. I was working, I'm working with incredible, incredible girls that their talent is just ridiculous. And I found myself a lot of the time sitting there and this is bad this is bad because I've got over it now. But I find myself sitting there thinking, I'm not as good as these girls. Like if I have to go on, I don't want to disappoint people. Um, <laughs> I've got over that now. Sod it, I'm different to them. They're all incredible. It's just the way it is now. Um, it was difficult. And even going into yeah. the show, when we got doing the show, we still had to keep doing rehearsals. Yeah. So me, Jen, and Cassie would have to keep having rehearsals with directors. Um, and everybody who's heard me speak about being a swing knows I'm gonna bring up Jen Coldwell. Because that girl is a machine. Man. So she's been a swing. She is like the top swing. I would say the top swing on the West End circuit. Because that girl is ridiculous. She taught me everything I know about being a swing. Um, and I'm so grateful for her. And I'm going to text her. I text her after every time I speak to her. And I'm like, people are going to think me and you're in a relationship or something. Because I talk about you all the time. Man, but I've she... started. I've had one conversation with her. And I'm like that. I'm like, she just has like this vibe that you just like. Yeah, Yo, we're best friends now and you've changed my life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, she's, I owe, and I know I sound so soppy, but I do definitely owe being able to do what I can do to Jen because she's, 
just so she get she gets so excited and she thrives on being thrown on for a track. She's a weirdo, but when she knows she's getting thrown on, she's like, "Yes, come on! I'm not sure I know it, but let's go." Um, so I learned that like passion for it from her, that excitement to be stood there waiting to say your line, thinking, "Right, let's just do it." And she taught me like, if you see a gap, fill it. She made the swing bible which I now call my swing bike book. <laughs> made it. And it, but for me, hers makes so much sense. I can, before I'm about to go on for a track, I just sit, flick through it. And in my head, it just makes so much sense. Um, and then things like oh, RMD yeah. Arlene, she would sit down with me. And if I knew I was going on for a track, she'd go through all the harmonies for me, record them. So when I'm sat there getting my wig on and stuff, I can listen and flick through. But I was still, so I only got signed off for Howard the week we got sent off for Corona. I was fuming. I was like, Yes, I'm going to get my swing going. And they're like, oh, no, Corona. Um, so I never actually got my swing going. So hopefully when we go back out, I'll get it. But no, it was still, we were still rehearsing up yeah. until that last week, until I got signed off. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, what was it like seeing your orange for the first time? Oh, oh I fell in love. So my favourite colour is orange. I was thinking, please. But then I saw the, the midriff bit. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a curvy girl. I was thinking, I ain't getting my belly button out for no one. So <laughs> I was nervous. But then when I got it on, it was it's like a suit of armour, getting all the pieces pieces put on. And for people out there, my costume has seven components. So I'm sweating. And then, just for the crack, they added a wig, the eighth part. So <laughs> there's lots of parts to it, but it's so, you feel so, I know this, I don't know if I'm to say this, you feel just so sexy in your outfit. And it's so nice knowing that that is my outfit. I haven't got to go on and be anybody else like, I'm very much my own queen yeah I take on everyone's roles as my own and I get my own costume it's a it's a it's a beautiful beautiful costume yeah uh, shout out to Gabby we do this like every week when we talk yeah. about costumes but Gabby Slade yeah you're a goddamn oh she's ridiculous um so you've got your costume you've got your tracks under your belt talk me through mm. the nerves of going on stage for the first time for the first time, that first time. I can't tell you how many times I messed up on that first time. The girls will tell you, it goes down in history. I sat, I got my first, so basically Athena wasn't very well and it was a two show day. And I was sat in the dressing room like messing around with Jen and Cassie thinking, oh, what can we do to fill our time today? And Athena was like, I don't feel good. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, was like, oh I don't know what I'm going to do. And she, she came off after the first show, she was crying. She was like, I can't do it. I was like, right, here we go. So Jen sat me down, taught me through everything. She was like, if you need to go through anything, let's do it. I was getting my makeup on like this. I had an hour. So, but, but the thing is with that, I was happy to do it that way because we, were, we weren't officially supposed to go on until, or I don't want to say Oxford in case I get it wrong. I think it was Oxford. So in my mind, the nerves were building up as we were getting closer and closer. So for me to get thrown on last minute was definitely the best thing to do because I didn't have time to think about it. It was just like, yeah. right, go, you've got to go do your job, get on. Um, oh, the girls are so supportive. They're all like screaming for me as I came down the stairs and they all gave me a little pep talk. And I remember standing on the kabuki, we all do this little ritual where when the music goes, ding, 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 we all put our hands in. It's the first time I've done it. I was so excited to do it with more. We put our hands in and like raise them and then we get in position. I'm walking down and standing <laughs> the kabuki here and I was just stood there thinking am I divorced am I survived am I divorced <laughs> <laughs> no idea and luckily I was lost I thought yes survived it's 
I'm not going to lie, that and every debut I've made is the same fear. So that I what have to word do am two, I saying? <laughs> oh, honestly. So the first two, so I think I did par the next day as well. I can't remember. And I will, I'll be honest here, at that moment I thought, because my nerves were that bad, I thought, do I want to do this as a career? Like genuinely, I was thinking, can I do this all the time? Thank God I got over it and just cracked on with it. Oh. Otherwise, I'll be here today. But um, yeah, it's nerve wracking. I think my most nervous one was when I went on for Arrogant. That was my scariest. Because you have to I don't start the why. show and then you got the first song and it's like, cool, you're it. The Let's girl rock. doesn't stop talking. She yeah. doesn't stop talking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that first part. The f- so basically, I'll just tell you this little story. So we're all sat on for the Tinder scene. Pa's supposed to say, just a German girl trying to live the English dream. Hashtag no Catholics. Hashtag, what is it? Big dowry. Yeah. I oh, said man. it took me so long to figure out what that big dowry was because in the German accent I couldn't pick it. It took me like three or four shows <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> hey, me as well. I've been doing it a few shows. I was like, oh, dowry. <laughs> um, but no, I sat there and I didn't know I was supposed to speak. I just went, um, just a German girl, Holbein, and that's all I said. And all the girls are looking around thinking, is she going to say anything else? Who's going to cover this? I could see Lauren Drew thinking, right. And it was our head of sound, Gemma, who's supposed to do the um, the whoosh, the sound for the Tinder. And they weren't coming. And I was sweating and I was smiling. I was like, please, someone say something. So that on the first show was horrendous. <laughs> Apart from that, I think you enjoy the nerves. It's exciting. So it keeps it alive. And I've had this discussion with someone before. I can't remember who it was, but I think nerves are a sign that you're in a good spot. Like if you're not nervous, you you kind of probably aren't doing the right thing. Um, Yeah, I think you get get complacent. Yeah, exactly. Um, So dance captain, break down, first of all, what a dance captain does in a show. What, What is your role with that title? Right, so my role. So, uh, so let's say typical theatre day, we get in an hour and a half early. I take the girls for warm up. Um, we get quite a short warm up on this show. Um, I think we get like fifteen minutes. So we'll do like a, a cardio track, then we'll do some like groove stuff. Because in this show, you have got to be a bit like commercially. You've got to have the groove of the moves that the incredible Carrie Ann has done. Um, so every day, I'll drill um, certain grooves with them. Um, and then we'll do, so we'll do some strength stuff. So we like to sit around. So Jen actually brought this back from town when she had to go to town for a bit. She brought back um, an ab workout that I think Sophie Isaacs made up or does. So we incorporate that when we can. Um, and then we have this incredible woman called Tome who came in and gave us exercises specifically for all of our different body types to make sure we can maintain ourselves during the show run. So and then Arlene will come in and she'll do a vocal exercise. But the girls, I'll say, right, girls, make sure you do any tomes. So they can still do their vocal exercises and their tome stuff. Um, and then they will go off. And then if I've got, so I have to do show watches twice a week. So I go to the back, sit in the lighting desk and do show watches, take notes to maintain the show to as close as what it was as when it left rehearsals. Yeah. Um so yeah, they get all their notes. So then I'll either give them them in warm up, or I'll go around when they get ready for the show, and I'll give them their notes. Um, if anyone's got any problems, they tend to come to me, and then I can feed them to the people or feed them to Alexa. Um, I have to be present for things like when they filmed their EPK, so the video for the the trailer for the tour. 
I had to go to their Blue Peter show and make sure they were on the right marks and doing the right thing and everyone looked good and their feet, their feet were beveled correctly. Um, <laughs> and just look after them, really. And, yeah, just whenever they go out places, I go. If there's not a choreographer there, I go with them instead um, and just make sure everything's okay and make sure they all look good. Yeah. Wow. So on top of the six tracks you have to cover, there's also that. Damn, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the hardest part? Um, swinging or being an alternate in this show harmonies oh, harmonies are the hard you could ask any of these girls like they when they do singing things and they need people to harmonize i ain't asked because i can't <laughs> harmonize for anything if i've learned it i'm i'm fine but with our show the girls jump about so much so when you're so say when you're on to berlin you start the show right at the top, and by the end, you're quite down by the bottom. Maddie ran Powered. us through all this, and she was like, it, it, oh. her head in. <laughs> oh, honestly, this is the thing. The, the dance, obviously, I've got down because I have to know it inside out, and the, where people are. At the beginning, I didn't know where people are, because that was hard. Lines, you just, for some reason, they're just drilled in our brains, because you're on stage listening to it all the time. The lines are easy. Um, yeah, the harmony is definitely the hardest thing. That's so tricky for me anyway. Let's talk about the the great West End tour meltdown that happened where we had the massive, the ultimate massive that you guys had where you had Colette yeah. out with you guys as well from town. What was that show like with you, Jen, Cassie and Colette all going on um, with Athena and Maddie? It was amazing. Because we never really get to experience that as alternates. Like the girls always like, like to say they love it when one of us guys comes on because we bring something fresh and they never know what we're going to do. So it was like, oh, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And then with those alternates being on, we're a little bit wappy anyway. And then the added of Colette, the incredible Colette, it was so exciting because we've never heard her. I've never heard her sing No Way before. So when we heard her, we were like, yes, because it was so different to what we've heard. No, it was exciting. And then obviously... We had Maya come in, which was just, I was yeah. honestly, I was like a right fangirl. She sat next to me doing <laughs> makeup. I was like, I was nervous to talk to her. Um, but she sat, they're both just so, such beautiful human beings. Yeah. They're just, it was just so, it was, obviously it was scary because people were dropping like flies and I was doing split track days at all sorts. Um, but it was just so exciting and so lovely. Like the, as, like the Queendom is so supportive and I've, never really well I've spoke to Colette a few times but it was like she'd been on the tour for the whole time and the same with Maya but yeah. you have this like you have this I don't know what the word is you have this connection automatically when you do this show it's kind of like you're a queen I'm a queen we're all like yo we're sisters yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, honestly it's like a bigger old family it's so nice there's no like awkwardness or anything everyone just gets gets in and gets on with it it was so good speaking of the queendom uh what was it like when you got announced seeing the Queendom come to arms and support you. <laughs> I love oh watching everyone's faces when I, when I ask this question because <laughs> they all do the exact same thing. It's like, oh, strappy and here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, I remember, because I remember the day, I know the day I was getting announced, I was thinking, what time are they going to do it? I couldn't sleep, so I was up early. About nine o'clock, I got a bit tired, so I had a nap. I woke up at 20 past nine. My phone went absolutely mental. Thousands of people following me, thousands of people tagging me in things. 
it was honestly absolutely insane. For me, I found it very, as appreciative as I am, it was so overwhelming because I'd never experienced anything like that before. Um, my little old 500 followers on Instagram soared right off. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, It was very, very overwhelming there for me at the beginning because it was like all of a sudden this was all right in your face. You were confronted with all these people not saying they were expecting anything, but because I knew the standard of people that were in the show, yeah. I think for me, I, I was doubting myself that I was like, right, what if I can't live up to what these guys have seen before? Um, once I'd got over myself and had a bit of a minute, <laughs> it was amazing. It was so amazing to be able to connect to so many people just by Instagram. And I, I thrive off it and I love it. And I love people getting in contact with me now. I find it so like exciting and new people to talk to. I, oh, I love it. I love having all these little people in my phone. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, what do you like about life on tour? I love, as cliche as this sounds, I love getting to tour with my family. And I say that in these because obviously not my real family, but I just love spending time with a group of people that I love spending time with. Yeah, It's just so nice coming into work. Obviously, I get the added plus of, I've got my dream job, so that's I go into work because I enjoy it anyway. But being met with that group of people, everybody, stage management, sounds, MD, band, everybody, I just love them all so much. And it makes it such a more comfortable place to work in. Um, and all the, like, stupid things we get up to every day. Like, I love warm-up because Lauren Drew just, I don't know what happens to her. But if, you have, if you've ever had my Instagram, following my Instagram and we're on tour, it's what's Lauren Drew up to today? So I love doing that. Um, and the crowds, oh, the crowds being, you have to adapt to different audiences. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you'll get quiet ones and you have to kind of like suss it out and think what you're going to do. So that that's exciting, getting all the different audiences. And big up to Glasgow because Glasgow audiences are incredible. They're amazing. At the best time, we did a sing-along there. Oh, I felt like a pop star. I was on for Berlin and I was, everyone was singing Don't Lose Your Head. I was like, I got very overwhelmed. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my favourite. You've covered five tracks. Yeah. What is your favourite part in the show to perform as each of the five girls that you've covered? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. These are very specific. <clears throat> Arrogant. I'm glad you've got an answer and didn't have to like think about this. This is great. You've thought- oh no, no, no. So for <laughs> Ar- it's mine like quite a specific line. So for Aragon, my favorite thing is when Berlin puts her sick finger up and Aragon bats it down, like put it away, babe. That's my favorite bit. Uh, Berlin, my favorite bit is when after a song, um, Seymour's having a meltdown and she's like, Oh, do you know what? Yeah, that was really cute. Man. I remember when I had a daughter and he chopped my head off. That always gets the oh, best laugh. Berlin's That's like my little snippy lines and just yeah. the icing on the cake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Seymour, I've got two. Seymour is obviously the big belt bit. Yeah, that's my favorite bit. Um, and then also when she says, I mean, we've literally been doing this for the past hour. So that's my little funny line. Who's next? Uh, Cleves. The whole of, I know Cleves is when she goes, guys, I've got the plague. Just kidding. My life's amazing. That's my favourite bit. That gets another big laugh. Uh, Howard, I don't know yet, because obviously I haven't done it, but I, as strange as this sounds, I'm excited to do her song, the whole seven minutes of it. I am genuinely excited. I'm terrified, but I'm excited to do it. So I think that would be my favourite for Howard. 
Um, and then par is in the remix when it goes do 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 do, and we get to do our own riffs for the yeah. the last bit. And I just riff my boobs off, and it's amazing. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> that leads me straight into my next question. Mm-hmm. Who who has the best riff or best belt at the end of their song? Because pretty much everybody has that m- moment. For you, who do you who has the most? Yeah, the best one. Mm. See my par, and I really like my par and my Berlin. They're my faves. Par because it's like more solely, and you just like going yeah. nuts. And then Berlin because I do a little bit of a. Uh, and then go up like that. So I like doing that. And it's at the end of the song. I'm out of breath, and I just pop it <laughs> off, and then it's done. And then you do your little pose, and it's great. Yeah, them two definitely. Amazing. Um, you're the closest thing we've had to a choreographer on the show. So let's let's delve into the choreography for a little bit because mm. Carrie Ann and we've touched on this a million times as well. But guys, if you haven't seen the show, you won't understand. But if you have, you totally understand the choreography because it is just insane. <laughs> what was your favorite piece of choreography to learn? Get down. I am a get down girl. I like being not saying it's a masculine dance but I prefer that masculine energy where it's whacking movements out I really enjoy doing that so get down for me like I had to do it so many times in auditions I really felt like I could get it in my body and that's the one that naturally sat in my body first um yes to get down you just get to be be a bit because it's so queen like and then you get to do this like really hard hitting number and I that yeah that is my favorite that's my favorite style of dance as well like a commercially hip poppy thing yeah amazing What's your favourite piece to watch? Like when you're doing your show watches, what what is like that moment in the show where you're like, damn, this choreography is just like really... Oh, don't lose your head. And I will say the tour girls are so clean on don't lose your head that the timing of the ticks of the shoulders are so bang on and their heads are so perfect. It, it's such a satisfying moment. I'm like, my girls, yeah, I love it. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> it's, um, because the choreography is so amazing and Carrie Ann puts it on like syncopation of beats and stuff. Like even the shoulders go tick, 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 oh. tick. But you expect them to go, sorry, not sorry. But it's so cleverly done that it's done on the beat, not the words. It's yeah. such a satisfying moment when you when I get to watch it. And I think I don't I need don't even need to touch my pen for this dance because I know it's perfect. <laughs> it's such a satisfying dance, yeah. That's amazing. Um, what is your favorite dance to be? Uh, like choreogra- choreographically, um, what is your favorite song to be the lead for? So, whoever you're soloing, what is your favorite one to kind Ooh. of be the solo of? Oh, oh, that's a good question. I'm going deep because um, I haven't had someone that's like, I've, I've got you. <laughs> I do you know what? I think it's no way because with a lot of the other numbers, like you don't really join in with the choreography but well, same, no same way you... pretty much just park and bark yeah that's and it then... everyone's just sat around watching her getting teary yeah. um but yeah no way you get to dip into the you can you get to do the bits that you want to do so that and you get to join in the party with the girls like especially the first dance break when they all come in you're like let's do it and you're yeah. whacking yourself around and then she gets that lovely whacking moment and she's got the little ting and then she's off. Yeah, that one, because you do actually get to participate the most in that dance. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. Um, what is your favourite overall 
doesn't matter who it is. What is the, even if you're watching, what is your favorite moment in the show? Oh, <laughs> my favorite. Do you know what my favorite moment is? That always make when I'm on and when I'm off, that always makes me well up. There's two, sorry, there's two. So one is the whole of six. The whole of six makes me so emotional because when I was auditioning for the show, I, was, I had it on repeat and I don't, it just makes me cry. Uh, it's that moment when it's the slow motion bit and you're whacking your arms uh, forward and people are smiling. It's just so special. It makes me teary now. <laughs> That's I get, my first I get to that song on the soundtrack when I listen to it now and I'm like, I get all excited and then I'm like, yeah, I, it just there's just something about that song and once you've seen it staged and like it's just it's such a more powerful moment once you've kind of got the image of what's going on yeah behind it as well like it's just oh i know it's it's beautiful isn't it toby and lucy are just masterminds um, but I think in that moment as well, like you get to see, like we definitely get to, you get to see us like just truly like be ourselves on stage and be silly and like play with each other. It's such a nice moment. And I think for us, it's nice as well because it's like we know we're near the end of the show and yeah. we've done our hardest to tell this story. And then we just get that minute to really like connect with the audience and have a play. So that's exciting. And my second bit is that in Mega Six, we don't need to and all the harmonies that split there before we do our divorce, bareheaded, we close the show. That for me, Gives me chills every time as well. Amazing. I'm going to make you pick again. What's your favourite monologue to do? Oh. Because everyone I really has like, like different kind of vibes, but also are very integral to the story. And I love yeah. the way it, everyone gets to kind of introduce themselves where they're like, yo, this is my history. Let's go, except for Berlin. Yeah, yeah, Belin just walk, does a sexy walk off and sits <laughs> at the back of her phone. She gets a nice time. Um, my favourite, I think it's par, par for me, um, because it's the moment in the show where I feel like you've really got everyone's attention, but you've, it's a sad, it's a sad monologue, but you get to have that like funny element to it and you, everyone can play it however they want to play it. But I like to play one like a really like genuine, but there's, I have the comedy in it and, it, and you get to like have a little wander about and it's chilled. Or you sing your song. That's definitely, yeah, that's, oh, but then I like Seymour's as well. Oh, I like them both. Yeah, but oh, do you know the one I'm not keen on? Not not keen on, but the one that fills me with fear is when you hear, Maria, give me a beat. You think, right, we've got to go. I need to make sure I know this, is it? She ain't going to stop. As soon as it starts, it's just kind of like, it's almost like rap without rap because it's like, you've got to hit this, like you've got this long to do it before this song starts, so let's roll. Yeah, it's definitely the hardest. For all you arrogans out there, I feel your pain. (laughs) (laughs) Going into character, who was the easiest for you to connect to and who was the hardest? Right, hardest first, arrogant. Arrogant is my hardest. I don't know why, (laughs) because she's such such a powerful, confident, strong woman. For me, that felt, because my, my personality, I'm a little bit, not shy, I'm very confident, but I'm a little bit like dorky, do you know what I mean? Like, and I found it so much easier to connect with like a, a Berlin who's like naughty and really funny and can really like be silly and mischievous. For me, that felt more natural just to be, I'm going to say the word div, I don't know if you like know what that word means, but like just to be div on stage. <laughs> um, 
yeah, Aragon for me was really hard. And you know, actually, Howard, because she's obviously a sexy, young, skinny, cute character. I'm none of those things. Um, so for me, that felt really hard to get the the cutesy, sexy side of it because that is just not in my nature at all. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I, you asked me one question, I go off. Um, That's the whole I found point. Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> I found Seymour easy as well because she's the motherly one, and I very much have a very like mother caring side to me. I like to think people might message you in and say she's lying, um, but I like to think I'm quite a motherly character. So that was easy as well. Yeah, amazing. Let's talk about your amazing cast because. Yeah. Eight other women that you get to share this stage with and this show with are incredible. Oh. If you had to, I did this with Jen, so I'm going to see how well you guys match up. If you had to sum the other eight girls up with one word, like individually with one word, what? how would you describe them? Right, right. Lauren Drew's got loads because I don't want to say one word, then they not think I'm saying the word. Right, can I just say this right now? Okay. Put this out there because I don't want to use this word. They are all possibly the most talented women I've ever met in my entire life. So I'm going to put that one out there. Right, Lauren Drew is hilarious. Probably the funniest girl I've ever met. Um, Maddie is, I don't know what the word is, but she's so, here we go, Maddie woke maddie's very woke <laughs> about everything um who's next uh who's next uh lauren is oh she's hilarious as well but she's just so lovely i know you asked for one word i'm really sorry it's okay <laughs> um shaka is shaka is a spiritual goddess that's what i'll use for her <laughs> um who have i got next who's next? oh jody i'm gonna say the word for jody is a rabbit <laughs> might not make any sense it does because i interviewed her this morning and she said her favorite animal was a bunny rabbit so i <laughs> there you go there you go because she's just so lively oh she's just off the wall i love her um and then athena is the coolest kid i know um jen brain is what i'll use for jenny's brain um and cassie cassie's chill cassie's really chill I've tried. I hope none of them get offended because I've just want them all to know how amazing they are. But they're my words to summarise them. That make they make any sense. That is so cool. Um, I just want to go back to the first night on stage because I forgot to carry on because mm-hmm. we got distracted. But I'm back now. <laughs> Talk me through finishing the Mega Six, walking off that moment. You get on the other side of the the doors. And you can take a breath and be like, I did that. What mm. what was the kind of wave of emotions that hit and what happened on the other side of the, the curtain after you, you wow. finished that first debut? So when we walked off, Jen and Cassie were stood there waiting for me, bless them. And just Jen just grabbed me and held me. <laughs> um, and it was just... I, it's the hardest thing. It's almost like it's the same kind of feeling as when you're about to go on for your first time. It's that same kind of emotions. Because, yeah, you've done it. Um, it was just, I don't know, sweating. I think I blacked out the whole show because I remember thinking, what did I do? <laughs> I think I blacked out. Um, yeah, it's just the most, it's so 
um, it's a relief. It's a real relief because you've been building up to it for so long. And it's that relief of seeing. And I remember my first night I went out when I did my, uh, in my Mega Six bit, people were screaming because obviously they knew it was our debuts. And that was such a nice feeling to know that if there's a few people in this audience I've pleased, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's just the relief. And it's the, when I remember on stage looking around and those girls were so with me and making sure I was in the right, they would give me the nod if I was in the right position or if I wasn't, they'd give me a little nudge or they'd move me or it was so comforting to know I was on stage with a group of girls that really wanted to look after me and made sure I went out there and gave it everything I could. Um, so that was incredible. That was like a really emotional feeling. Um, and knowing that they were all there and all the stage management, everyone were just like, God, oh, you did so well. I went for a drink after to celebrate it. It's just, yeah, it's the nicest thing. And for anyone who ever gets a job in six or wants a job in six, like it is such a supportive everything. It's amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. And then once you've done it, you're like, right, I can do this. I can actually do this now. Because I was doubting myself for a long time. I was thinking, I'm not sure if I'm cut out for this job. <laughs> um, and then once, because you think it's an hour and 15 minutes. It's not like you're on for three hours. Yeah. You go on, do your concert and you get off. It's amazing. Yeah, it was so <laughs> nice. So good. We've mentioned Toby and Lucy um, and you've gotten to work with a pretty amazing creative team on this show. Yeah. Um, what's it been like to have the input of a creative team that is relatively young as well, um, work on a show that is so fresh and relevant and so driven by the people who created it? Um, what's it like to have those people in the room helping you through the whole process? It's... <sighs> That's, so I think that's why it's been such success because it is such young people with such a relevant show. Um, being directed by Lucy was, she is such an incredible director. Everything she said to you just made sense. Everything was just so to the point. And because obviously it's her baby and she knew exactly what she wanted to do with it. It came across when she was telling us and directing us on some bits. It was so, such a, like, such a nice feeling to think, okay, I get what you want now. And I, I really, really, really want to do this for you the best I can because I know how much this means to you guys. I mean, Toby is just such a ball of fun. Like when he's in the room, you know Toby's in the room. And he was so excited to watch it and he loved watching it. I remember he was screaming after the girls did their first run through. And it was just, it's such a nice feeling to know that these guys support us so much in what we're doing um, and they're happy with it. Um, yeah, they, I don't, what can I say about them? They're an absolute phenomenon. What it's, they've done, it's incredible. It's it, And that's a perfect word for it, incredible. Like, it's just yeah. something that right time, right place, right message, right people involved. Like, it, it just was the perfect storm for yeah. the generation that we're in. And yeah, boy, am I glad I got to experience, get to experience it. We're not over yeah. here. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's going to be a, oh, man. I know. Just, oh. This show, it, it gets me. Um, <laughs> that pretty much wraps us up, Harriet. <laughs> we, yeah. We've gotten all emotional. And good. We're good. Um, but thank you for coming and joining us. I really appreciate you. No, thank you. Anytime. If you guys want to follow Harriet, I'll drop all her apps and everything down below so you can make sure you check her out um, and see everything she is doing on social media. You know where to find us. That's Oz Queendom and the Queendom cast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, before we wrap up, being away from the show for several weeks, we're nearly at months now. Wow, that's scary. Yeah. Um, 
what's the biggest thing you miss about six? Oh, my family. Yeah, all of them, all, all the girls. I miss them so much. Um, and the show. Sorry, you always, you always say one thing. Um, the girls on the show, I miss, I miss everything. I miss everything about it. I miss my job. I miss my friends. I miss my family. Yeah, I just miss everything. There we go. We miss everything here, guys. And <laughs> don't uh, miss us next week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We'll be back with a brand new episode of the Queen and Podcast next week. We'll see you next week see you next week i'm saying next week like it's running out of lyrics um <laughs> we will catch you in the next episode queens bye Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.